pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, um, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is episode number 32, the first episode in 2019. Woo woo. Um, so Fallon, Deanne, how was your New Year's? Um, it was good, uneventful. Um, I didn't do anything special, so yeah. But the year has started off pretty well, so can't complain. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't really do anything um, on New Year's. I did what I said I was going to do. I sat and watched Harry Potter <laughs> um, until the about, like, th- uh, two minutes until, like, the little ball thingy dropped. So I did the little countdown and drank me some champagne, and that was that uneventful. Went to the gym. <laughs> yes, my favorite my favorite days to go to the gym are holidays because nobody's ever in there. <laughs> Ugh, greatest time to be in the gym ever. So, but aside from that, yeah. But like you said, the new year though has been really good to me. Um, in that regard, I got some new stuff on my own going, so that's a good thing. And uh, I'm still. Um, I've been tweaking our website. Um, for like ever. I still don't like still don't like it, but I'm gonna eventually have to drop it so that people can like go to the website, get in contact with us, email us more directly, aside from on our social media um platform. Cause obviously if you're following us on Instagram, then you know that you can click the little link and email us um if you have questions or topics and all that jazz. And we do respond, so note that. <laughs> um but anywho. I guess we can, uh, I guess, jump into these hop tops, yeah? Yeah. All right, where yeah. do you want to start? Um, um, sheesh. I guess we can go light first. Yeah, let's um, go light first. Um, <laughs> with the boy meat wheels and the lace front. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I found it funny. Um, but Meek said he had a bad experience with the lace front. He was trying to pull the girl hair, you know, be kinky, and it just slipped on off. And I'm like, I mean, Meek, you gotta ask for permission first, though, bro. You just can't be but pulling to her because it could have been, could have been weak. Exactly. Though. But better question: What girl you know is um got her lace front on and is rocking it while she getting busy? Cause she know that joint gonna come off. Listen, <laughs> start sweating. It gets to be start lifting. <laughs> Listen, I yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it was one of those things. Maybe she didn't want to, you know, didn't know it's gonna pop oh, off. Oh, listen, off. I I didn't see too many girls in stories where they wigs just. Even the best secure joints just kind of pop off. And I would hate to, like, what if you secured that joint with, like, some type of, like, adhesive or something, and he pulled that joint and it, like, ripped. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the pain. I'm guilty. I'm, I'm not going to lie. And it did kind of slip a little bit where I had to, like, <laughs> <play> it off. <laughs> 
But I'm guessing though, you were with someone who had actually saw your natural hair, so you weren't like too freaked out about it. Yeah, but I but see the thing about it is like I had to catch it before it fell off because I'm like, I don't want you know what I'm saying? Like you look like Sealy on the old wig, like undermine well. I was like Sealy, like my hair just braided down. If it's been braided a while, you know, it just will, you know, mess up. So I'm like, man, I don't want my wig to slip off. So I'm like, why are we doing <laughs> trying to push my wig back on? I'm like, this is just too much. So I, I, I feel the person, you know, it happens. And I feel meek because some dudes be like, what the fuck just happened? Why did your hair come off like right, this? Right. <laughs> I feel like but but, into, but to the folks who were taking it as more than just a joke, chill, relax, man. Um, To all y'all dudes out there co-signing it, chill, relax, bruh. He was just joking. Um, y'all don't get to have an opinion on women's hair and what they choose to do with their hair. To all the ladies out there who going in his comments saying, yeah, blah, 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 relax. Stop being so sensitive. Take a joke. Chill. And just in that regard, because I did see that in the comments with people like, yeah, black women need to start work. First of all, black women need to do whatever they feel like they want to do with their hair. That's number one. Number two, who buying natural hairline products though? So you got so much to say. Cause main choice is thirteen dollars a bottle, and that's just for the shampoo. So I need the conditioner, I need detangler, I need leave-in, I need a hair mask. So we looking at one hundred and fifty dollars. That's just products. Now I'm gonna need for you to help me detangle, decondition, twist my hair. So that's four hours of your time. Be quiet. Like, be quiet. That is true. I don't think that some that some dudes realize the maintenance that it takes. Cause I think they just think all all you gotta do is wash your hair and go. Like, no, no. Even to do exactly. <laughs> so mm. oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyhow. I I guess also speaking of folks being too sensitive. Did you see where Derrick Rose had to apologize because they asked him a question and he, you know, he threw out the same slang term, kill yourself? I saw that and I was like, this, I be having an issue because I'm like, y'all are the same people that will snatch African-American vernacular and use it as your own. But then, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't get it. Like, when I saw it, I was like, nigga, kill yourself basically means you. you know what I'm saying? Like, get out of my face with this bullshit. And it's like, you want to be sold down, which I wouldn't be surprised if somebody make it out of something, you know, next week and it's like the it shit phrase. And you know what I'm saying? Like, we get it. Because when I saw it, I was like, Gary Rosa Power. I'm like, nigga, that means fuck you. Like, what you saying right now is bullshit. I'm like, I didn't. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, it would be different if he was saying it to a person that was talking about committing suicide in a bad place with depression. He he was talking to you directly. Bro. Yeah, that's he what I'm saying. That. I don't, I didn't, I just wanted, I didn't get why he had to apologize. So I was like, that's, that's not even like a not known, that's a well-known slang term. Like, 
and it's old as hell. Like we were saying that. That's, I think what high school. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's that's wow. Um, definitely way, way, way right. too sensitive these days. Um. So yeah, I'm like. <laughs> um, but I guess jumping away from that to what I consider good news, especially as somebody who lives in Tennessee, um, the governor, Bill Haslam, before he officially, you know, switches over to the new governor, he granted uh, clemency to Santonia, is it Santonia? Santonia? Yeah, Santonia Brown. So, yay to that. It's about time I mean, the girl served, what, 15 years? Yeah, and it's like, she she has done her time. At most, she should have maybe been held while, you know, until she was no longer, you know, like, until she was an adult and had counseling, but the other time was bullshit. Exactly. Like, bullshit. Like, she served, people don't understand, she served in, like, a real max security prison for 15 years. She was tried as an adult served in a mech security prison for 15 years but on the bright side salute to her because she didn't just spend 15 years in prison and come out better she got her degree um i'm sorry she got her diploma and her degree she has set, already set up a counseling program for sexually abused women i mean so she in that 15 times uh 15 years she truly is the, the definition of I guess what quote unquote they assume prison is supposed to do which is quote re, you know rehabilitate so um salute to her but I still hate like the grounds that she got 10 years parole because we all know parole is a set up so right very strict um and I, I'm, I'm hoping and I'm pretty sure she'll be able to handle herself with it. Um, I mean, it's been a long time coming. I am, when I saw it, because at first, you know, we saw the stories like he granted clemency to everybody but her. And I'm like, I'm hoping he's going to go out with a bang with her and be like, boom, here you go. This is my last thing that I'm going to do. And and I mean, that's exactly what he done. Like, this is my last thing I'm going to do. And, he, you know, that was it. So, I'm definitely excited. I'm pretty sure August cannot come fast enough yeah, for her. Exactly. So, yeah, shout out. Seeing her. that smile on her face was just enough, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think what else good happened this that was um, exciting or wow. good, I guess. I don't really feel like a lot of good stuff happened, so we had to celebrate the wins when we can, man. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> and it's like this past, like, I guess what weekend, it seems like if something did happen, it just like went to the back of your mind because of, you know, what yeah. has been in the media. So. Exactly. Um, I'm trying, before we get to obviously the, the big topic <laughs> that they know, if you listen to Pretty Nerd, you know what topic is coming. I'm trying to, um, what, what other topics do we have? Listen, I am. <sighs> I don't, other than you, you will get your tax refund, you know. What I'm oh yes, so, very good news <laughs> that they announced that. Yes, you will get your tax refund. 
Um, oh, uh, the B2K so. tour, Millennium Tour, whatever. Officially, officially got all its little dates jumping out there. So get your. I feel like Air Force Ones with the sock with the ball in the back and a jersey dress. And like a cute little ponytail. I'm tempted work. to pull out the jersey dress, man. Listen, I'm tempted to pull it out. <laughs> and I see, I'm finna tell myself, y'all know I don't like the Lakers, right? But I had the little throwback Lakers joint. Oh, it was like blue and white. It was real cute. I got the throwback Allen Iverson joint. Like his from his uh, college days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so I might have to. I did go out on Amazon and look at yours. So I, I might. I don't know if I'm going to the concert. Me too. Yeah. I'm a little. Yeah, I'm a little like. Mm, I don't know. Cause I feel like some of y'all gonna irritate me, so I might not even go. <laughs> I feel like y'all gonna irritate me. So, but um. Yeah, that's all I can say about that one. But before we jump off of fashion, salute to um can we talk about Lil Wayne right now? I hear looking at looking like somebody auntie. <laughs> Girl, them shoe dazzle shoes. I'm like, what are we doing, Wayne? Like, sweetheart had on like a Listen, tool. I, I just don't know. He might have been high. <laughs> he might have been high. He had to be. But it's like, how did you even get that combination? Like, where you get the boots from? Like, I don't know. They bothered. Hey, I ain't even. He said he out here living his best life, you know? He on his Duval. He living his best life, baby. So I can't even hate on him, you know? Let him be. Let him be out here being somebody, Auntie. I'm okay with it. Go forward. Go forward, Auntie Wayne. We here. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't okay. I want to be if he gonna go, just go full throttle. But you some boots like Mary J. Blige. Right. Listen, Auntie Mary be out here. You remember when we went to see her? This is completely off topic. But you remember when we went to see her in concert? She didn't sing not one damn song. Everybody was singing the songs for her, but she was show up on stage hitting her famous little Mary Bop in her heels, baby. Yes. And she's still bad, too, though. Like, I feel like she be, you know, she fall on the radar with her badness, but I'm like, Mary, body still banging. She fashionable. True, true. Um, let me see what else. Yeah. And then I saw like Wakanda did not get any Golden Globe awards. I'm like, what? I thought I I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think that they just because super. It's very very rare that you'll see like movies in that type of in like the action genre as far as like superhero movies and things like that even get nominated. So for them to get nominated was big. But I thought that they would at least. I thought um, that they were going to at least take the award with um, the Kendrick Lamar and SZA song. I thought at least that was going to be the one that they won. 
I didn't expect them to win like the other categories to be completely honest but I thought they were going to take that that music the one with Kendrick Lamar and SZA Yeah. I think the bigger story that everybody kind of was taken away from that was the on stage where it looked like Michael B. Jordan and like some people were saying that it looked like Michael B. Jordan and Chaz Chadwick Boseman weren't like exactly, you know, I guess comfortable being around each other. We're kind of side eyeing each other or whatever. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael, don't don't come from a boot. Cause Chad <laughs> my boot. Listen. Sure, I love him. I'm probably out here minding his business. <laughs> you know? Living his best life. Play drums. Get long fingers. Speaking of out here living their best life. Yeah. Salute to Idris <laughs> Elba. Um D what is it? DJ Driss? Is that what he go by? Um, his DJ name, DJ Driss, gonna be at uh, yes. Coachella this year. Listen, I saw that Coachella, Coachella. lineup, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, okay, DJ Driss out here. Okay, I see you, Idris." It's like I want to go, but it ain't enough on the people that I want to see on the other days to be like, "Do I want to pay the money to go to Coachella and?" Exactly. That's the whole. That's the whole thing with festivals. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you live in the area, it makes more sense because you don't have to, you know, uh, add on travel costs. But to actually have to, like, if I'm a travel there, I gotta want to see. Y'all gotta have like a ridiculous lineup, but I'm looking forward to each and every one of those days. And this year ain't it. And it's like. And it's like either it is like this where it's like you want to see like one person each day or all the people that you want to see be like, oh, man, yeah, I want to see this person, this person. And they all perform at the same time on different stages. You like, what? Yeah. See? So that's why I'm like, mm, Don't do I ain't really <laughs> keen on it. If I'm going to spend my money this year, it's on something else. Yeah. I'll wait. Cause I really just want to see like division, of course, see my boo. He said my boo, even though he engaged. I ain't gonna go all K Michelle. Ooh, child. Yeah, but, Ooh, child. Um, Listen, K, K. She won't let it go. It's like it's, thank it's, you. It's, That's it's, what I'm engaged. saying, girl. He is all the way out here engaged. Ain't thinking about you. You claim you're trying to live in the you know positivity and all that. Let it burn, baby. Let it go. He done moved on, move on. You done moved on too, sis. Move on. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sheesh. other news. Rihanna's back in the studio. <laughs> she be giving a lot of teasers Fine. lately. Well, I mean, listen, she might pull that on y'all, so that's why y'all don't be too excited because it might just be a feature. She might just be on (laughs) featured on somebody junk, and y'all gonna be like, "Damn, really? This what y'all do? This what you doing? This what you doing?" I really think she's just really over it. 
and her thing is now, you know, fancy, like making it boom, like more than it's already booming. Um, cause I ain't even gonna lie, January 11th, I'm going to Sephora and spend a nice coin. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just really think she's focused on making it work. And I mean, I mean, I don't know. That's where she, she made, I mean, listen. Music at this point is just her side hustle. That's where she's making all her money anyway. She don't really have to do music no more. So, shit. To be honest with how the shady the music industry is, I don't blame her. I would probably give y'all maybe, just because y'all been complaining, give y'all maybe like one more album, then I'm gone. Throwing the deuces and retiring. Sorry. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, she ain't going to be that petty. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Anywho, um oh before we jump into like all the, the ridiculousness stuff, because I got a lot to say on that and I know you do too. Um, can we just say salute to Holly Berry? Baby, that dress that she wore to the Golden Globes. Phenomenal. Like, that dress is so cute on her. It was cute. It was age-appropriate. It fit her body like a glove. She looked beautiful. I mean, I just... What else can you say about Holly Berry? Like, she just... She... She's timeless. Like, I do give her that. Like, she is just, like, classic. I don't know. I really, I love it. Like the color on her, the color of her hair went with it. That's what I'm saying. Like salute to to her stylist because you notice how like some people as they get older or they mature. Um, <laughs> see here you got <laughs> they stylist just completely needs to be fired. Um, salute to Holly Berry stylist because they just keep her looking age appropriate but ageless at the same time still on trend beautiful class you know what I mean like it just all fits so salute to them for that yeah some folks is not um following Holly Berry's trend um <clears throat> yeah we just gonna leave it there Mm. We trying to be listen. We trying to be less shady in two thousand nine. Yeah. <laughs> we trying to get some sponsorships, baby. <laughs> we need some advertising. So we trying to be less shady in two thousand and nineteen. Ah, more appropriate. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. So, are you ready to jump into? I guess the bad stuff. The the. Stuff we've been avoiding. Um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I guess obviously in sad news, seven-year-old Jasmine was laid to rest. Um, there are conflicting yeah. stories. Obviously, um, initially they thought it was a white man in like a pickup truck who did the shooting. Then now there's a story saying that there's two black men who um, obviously was the, um, were in a gang and they got into an argument in a club with rival gang members and it was just a case of mistaken identity or whatnot. Um, 
obviously we don't know everything I mean these situations are a little kind of like shady or shaky I don't know what not at one point I heard that there was a confession in place but I'm not a hundred percent sure on that so I don't want to like run with that but I I thought I saw somewhere but it's kind of the story kind of changes so much throughout the day so I'm not a hundred percent sure if it still stands at that yeah I guess we will (laughs) um I mean it's just a sad situation all around no matter who did it she didn't deserve to be caught in the middle and I hate when people do things like this it's like I need for y'all to meet in a place in the woods and kill yourselves you know what I'm saying like don't hurt innocent people in your trivial beast or probably you know over anything or um whatever so I mean definitely um so whoever did I hope you get the life sentence true (laughs) that now Speaking of being buried up underneath the jail, um, this past what weekend, Lifetime aired "Surviving R. Kelly." Uh, there's been a lot, a lot, a lot of talk about the whole situation. It's, dr- it's dr- uh, drummed up a lot of things or whatnot. Um, before we jump into it. I want to do a quick mental health check to all the young ladies and young men out there who this may have kind of stirred up some feelings or stirred up some things. Are you okay? If you're not okay, you know, go talk to somebody, um, you know, bounce some things off of some your close friends. Just walk away from social media and all of that jazz because I know that there's been a lot of people who've been, you know, with the memes and making jokes and stuff like that, or the back and forth, not thinking that, you know, that this situation may have triggered some people. So to the folks who it did trigger, you know, check on your mental health, talk to your friends, step away from social media, whatever you got to do, yeah. take care of you. Okay. And I would just say for mental health is don't ever think you won't be believed, um, even from your own family. Know that your story is valid. Um, you deserve to be heard. You deserve to tell your story. There is no time limit on when you feel comfortable with telling your story and coming forward. Um, I believe you. I stand with you. I stand for all the women that have been called fast, thottish, hot and ass. No, you do not deserve it. Um, you are not asking for it. Um, again, you deserve justice. You deserve to be heard and you deserve for your story to be told. So, um, definitely, I just, I've seen exactly. a lot of hurt this uh, weekend. So, um, it's so time for healing. Speaking of the series, um, or the, the limited series, thoughts, just first like thoughts or impressions or takeaways. So, um, I mean, I just hundred, I didn't watch it. Um, I can't at this moment watch it. 
Um, I've seen like snippets and commentary from here and there, just knowing the person that he is from research that I've been done. Now I can read it, but just listen to their stories, hearing them cry. At this point, I can't. Um, I don't know. Like, I just feel more hurt than anything. Um, for black girls that are suffering at the hands of their predators and people not listening to them, not valuing them. Um, and then we are in a perpetual cycle of doing the same thing, victimizing, um, black women again, and even black men. So, um, I mean, I, 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 so for me, I didn't need to, to watch the whole thing. I saw maybe the first like couple minutes of it but I didn't need to watch you know what I mean I didn't need to watch a series on it in order to you know what I mean my opinion had already it was what it was it all it always been the same obviously like I said um for us if people have listened to our podcast and they know it's always been our uh screw R. Kelly zone over here. Like we don't fool with him. We ain't never fool with him. In the words of Kanan from Power, he did that shit. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we Correct. it's never been a we don't sympathize with him, bury his ass under the jail, lock him up. Everybody who's saying he's a victim himself who I listen okay he he's a victim y'all want him to get help let his ass get help in prison okay where he deserves to be let him be rehabilitated there right okay i don't show no sympathy for him whatsoever just because you a victim don't mean that you get to then um you know go pass on your hurt and victimize other people get your ass some therapy you was rich enough you had enough money get your ass some therapy get some help and he was aware of the issue um and there were people around him that were aware of his issues so it's not like this was something that he had to necessarily deal with alone um and I just find it odd that he won't name his abuser and people sympathize with him and this what R. Kelly is almost 50 if not 50 I don't keep up with them. I really don't know. But then you have these young girls that are now young women and they're coming forth and you have all of this backlash for them. I mean, I've seen these people call these women hoes. All this, and I'm like, y'all understand when they were held captive or when they were abused, um, these were little girls. And not saying that it was different from grown women, but what you're saying now, yeah, it's a grown woman, but this happened when they were little girls. And um, I guess one of the big things that I wanted to like want to point out, um, and I had a person that commented on one of my pictures on Instagram where a lot of victims, I don't know if it's a defense mechanism um, that I'm seeing where like, well, I talked to older men and I knew exactly what I was doing. And I'm like, sweetheart, if you were 16 talking to a man that was 27, he knew what he was doing before you even realized what was going on. And the fact that you still don't see it, it 
I guess from a psychology standpoint, I can see it because I'm like, that's what predators do. They lay eyes on you. Right? Why do you think he latched on to you and not somebody else? And you know, he went on and was like, yeah, you know, we he talked about sex to me and my friends because we couldn't ask our parents. And I'm like, that, that was the open door right there. Okay, I'm going to give them something that they're missing. Your parents should have been talking to you about sex because guess what? That would have put him on a back burner when he comes to you and be like, oh, this is what you know you do about sex, blah, blah, Oh, I already got that education from my mom and my daddy, so you ain't got to tell me nothing. You know what I'm saying? So that door is closed back in his face. He has to move on to the next person that will fall prey to that. And I'm like, what grown man wants to sit around and talk about sex to 16-year-old girls? That's exactly. nasty. That's exactly. sick. That's, That's a predator. Yeah, and I'm like, and she didn't get that. And I felt so bad for her because... I'm like, you don't see your own, right. you know, your own abuse. I can't make you see it. But I'm like, you have to come to that conclusion and say, you know exactly. what? Maybe it wasn't right. And I'm like, I can't, you know, rationalize it when you got in your head. No, I was 17. Oh, I was 16. And I knew what I was doing. No. No. I'm like that man knew what he wanted from you exactly, you and I mean I guess I, I don't I don't think that people I, I I don't think that people can rationalize that thought process in their head. They don't understand. I guess they don't see that a teenager going through puberty and having questions about sexuality and all of that stuff like that. They don't see that as I guess normal, normal. You know what I mean? I, it, especially I guess in our community. Um, you know, we're kind of taught to let's not, you know, those are taboo subjects. Don't talk about it. Um, or if you talk about it, you being fast or, you know, stuff like that. So it's all that stuff is swept under the rug, swept under the rug, swept under the rug. And so that's why we get these cycles that, you know, that keep repeating themselves. That's why you get, we get this kind of cycle of quiet, be quiet. Don't talk about it. Don't, you know what I mean? That's why you can have uh, that's why we can see, you know, all of these black men and women with these defense mechanisms up for a predator because they they in in essence, like I said, they're being triggered because a lot of them are sitting, have been taught to, you know, don't say nothing, be quiet. And they sitting across the table at, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas from the the person who preyed upon them. You know what I mean? So. And, and, and when I think about it, um, a lot of men don't see that, bro, if you were 14 and the person that you gave your virginity to, or basically I feel like stole your innocence, was a 20-year-old woman, she's R. Kelly, just in a, a female version. I'm like, there's no difference. I'm like, but you were rewarded for that because it's like, oh, man, you bagged a 20-year-old woman. Thank no, Shadi was trash and she should be in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if it's hard to rationalize. Like, okay, I didn't have control of, you know, my own. And I don't see how I fell victim to it. So it's like you, like, oh, I have to make it seem like it's okay. It's not okay. And I've seen it on social media all weekend where people are like, oh, but I, uh, some of y'all women out here um, were talking to the basketball coach. 
they don't make that woman look bad. Exactly. They make the basketball coach look bad. Oh, like that goes with victim blaming and shaming. Like, oh, it's your fault. I'm like, and even though, you know, even still, I'm like, I'm 32. So most of the people on my timeline are around the same age. So there's growth in between there. Like, hey, that was wrong. And I'm like, I really chose the perfect victim and even chose the perfect victim parents. Because I'm like, we all know when people come from a certain socioeconomic status, there are certain things that you will do to get by, to make money. So I'm like, he was not dumb. He was far from dumb. I'm like, I don't care how people Preach. like, oh, he can't. He knew read, exactly he who he was preying upon. Absolutely. And he knew that's that's what Sorry. that's what uh, that's what's allowed it to go on for all the years that it's went on. Right. I'm going to get people that I know that are not necessarily poor, but don't have a lot. I'm going to offer their daughter fame, probably more than likely to hold them all, all the stuff that you heard. You see, I want convicted because that's a lot of people's um, go to. Oh, well, he wasn't convicted. George Zimmerman exactly. wasn't either. But we know that. What happened with that? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, it's so many things. Um, that people are using as an excuse to, I don't know if it's because I'm like, bro, he on tape though. And he married a 14 year old girl in his twenties. His lyrics tell you what he's doing. He named himself the pipe piper. That is a fairy. Well, I guess you could say a fairy tale, whatever of a man Mm. that lured children away with his music. What more do you need? Help me. And then people are like, I made babies out there. That's a whole so, that's a whole nother song. This song is about this song is about a 12 now that you know this song is about a 12 year old girl, it still gets you piped gross. up. Okay. Gross. Gross. It, and there's so many other people that are not problematic that you can get it popping to like you get a whole catalog of people <laughs> i don't get it either i do I not understand it. which leads me to um the the deflectors because that's what we're gonna, that's what we're going to label them as the deflectors yeah and <sighs> this is just me having to speak directly to our community because that's what we got to do there's a lot of y'all asses out here who is deflecting and i i and for the life of me i can't understand it i didn't seen y'all get mad at dream hampton the woman who um, was the executive producer of the series i didn't seen y'all go off at dame dash i didn't seen y'all throw stones at bun b i didn't seen y'all throw stone at john legend i mean every person under the sun except fucking r kelly i don't understand so y'all mad at all of these people saying oh well why you just speaking up now we all know in the entertainment business in the world that they they live in um well look i'm not even gonna say in the world that they live in hell in our own 
families and worlds. There's people who scared to speak up and don't speak up or who are complicit or who sweep it under the rug. So why are we looking at these other people just because they famous that they also wasn't going to sweep it under the rug for all those years? And now that they are willing to say F it and just, you know what I mean, speak up and speak their mind, y'all want to throw stones at them instead of the, the predator? Y'all all want to, and, and to me, the worst defense that I have seen is the whole, what about, Ch- what about, um, what about Harvey Weinstein? What about the guy from Seventh Heaven? What about, what about, what about, what about Hugh Hefner? What about, what about him? What about him? We are not responsible for white folks and white people trash. I'm sorry. We not. We are not, I mean, let's be honest. They have a history of rape and pillaging. You know what I'm saying? All that shit come from their side. We're not responsible for cleaning up their bullshit. But what we are responsible for cleaning up and taking care of is our own community. And if we got trash in our community, why we not cleaning it up? And I... And especially when they prey on women and children, like, mm, I, and these are the same people that are Ooh, going in for Malcolm X. Like, Malcolm would be rolling over on some of y'all. Me, understand? Right. Be ready to shoot you. So, like, help me understand how you gonna quote Malcolm, and this is what you do, like. And even like when you think about the deflection and people like, well, what about Elvis Presley? I'm like, when Elvis Presley married a 14-year-old child, you understand they stopped playing his music on all gospel stations. He lost part of his career. We weren't born then for a lot of us that are doing most of the commentary. We weren't born then. So we don't know what actually happened in that era. Just like children 25 years from now, won't really know unless they do research probably okay this is what happened um especially when you have i guess limited you know resources where now the information is more widely spread you have more news stations more mediums to receive news but when you think about 40 years ago i'm like it was personal i'm like there's a whole movie on is it Jerry Lee Lewis or something like that so I'm like he got his you know his documentary just like R. Kelly did about him being trash I'm like and they had and for all the people who saying where's his movie at there's one in the works it's gonna premiere at Sundance this year right and I'm like he lost his own company on sexual harassment charges it later came out about rape so I'm like, exactly. mm. and I'm with Ron B, totally what he said, flat out. If R. Kelly and, you know, all mm-hmm. these other people you bringing up, I got it for you. F them as well. Bun Beat's quote like, was, like, and it was perfectly summed up. He said, Mad fuck R. Kelly, Hugh Hefner, Sparkle, the ex wife, and anybody, anything else being used as an excuse to take away from the fact he was effing kids do black men get effed over by the system yes will they drag a good black man's name through the mud to further a negative social stereotype and narrative yes but not this bitch or bill cosby save your anger for real victims 
of injustice? Law. Fact. And I mean, and hold on. So one of the biggest issues that I have with the deflection is, oh, this is the media bringing down a black man or why are we uh, as people, as black people dragging a black man? And I'm like, so are we forgetting that black women were on the TV crying? I'm like, and that's the issue that I have with I'm black first. And I'm like, if the conversation doesn't involve me being a black woman in my total essence, we don't have anything to talk about when it comes to unity. Because you're not going to take away a big part of even my struggle to say, oh, well, you got to be black first. No, I'm going to be a black woman first. Because I'm like, a lot of people forget. But but even if you you take that stance, you got to be black first. Why, as a black person, do you want to be associated with trash? You know what I'm saying? Like, why do you want to be that black person who's defending that black person just because they black? Nah, bro, he a pedophile. We don't defend pedophiles. I don't care. I saw somebody cry like this dude's supposed to be, I guess, some like Islam guy that's popular on the website, on the internet, whatever. Crying about R. Kelly was like, oh, they're trying to bring him down. Like, in a year of our dear Lord, 2019, this is what you doing? I'm like, bro, this man was on tape. And I'm like, even if it's just that victim, and which we know is that, no, we're going to say two because we have to include Aaliyah in it. So we know he, for a fact, has two victims. That alone should make him a pariah. That alone should make him not release another album, not have any more sales, not go on any more tours, not have any concerts. That alone. So when you factor in other victims, I'm not understanding. And then you want black women to say, okay, well, I want you to put down this burden, but then I want you to pick up another one and fight for me. But you silent when things like this happen and y'all are on the internet calling black girls fast thought what the hell? And I'm like a lot mm-hmm. of this going on is unhealed trauma. I mean, and it's not even most of it is from unhealed trauma, to be to be completely honest. That's where most of it stems from. It it stems from our own culture that we created of don't talk about it. Be quiet. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. As black folks, and we we know for facts that especially as a black girl, I we can all remember the the whole when you out and about at a family re uh-uh, you can't wear them little shorts, girl. You gotta go in there. There's men around here. That's not that that shouldn't be what you know right. little girls are taught. That shouldn't be what is said to a little girl. It should be, if there's men out there who are sexualizing children, they ask it shouldn't be there. And I'm like, it's so many, like, so many instances that I think about um, um, far as, I don't know if you've ever seen a post where it was like, black women, can you tell us the first time you were sexualized? And you get on here and people are like, oh, I was six. Oh, somebody tried to grab my boob um, when I was walking to a bodega and I was seven. 
seven, six, that's a child, like, no one, that shouldn't happen to any woman, but this is just how young black girls are sexualized before we even know, you know, and appreciate and understand our own anatomy. So we're already seeing as, oh, this is a sexual being. No, this is a child. And I can, like, remember, um, like, I had some little shorts on of mine, and my mom was like, these are too short. And my uncle was like, girl, she's fine. And now that I think about it, I'm like, I know that was my mama protecting me. And then on the other side, my uncle is like, you know, not seeing me like that. It's like, I mean, she, she on the bed and let her go. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you shouldn't have to be like, oh, well, being short shorts, cut outside water, all of, all of it is subjective. And that's the reason why I don't like when people like her dress was too short. What is too short? Because to some rapists, their skirt could exactly. be down to her ankles. And I'm like, rape is not about necessarily the clothing. It may make it, I guess, easier or they may have a target that they go after to be like, well, she was asking for it. I'm like, but it's not really about clothing. It's never about clothing. It's about control. I'm like, and even with R. Kelly, mm-hmm. it was about, it was about control. control. About power. That's why That's why he didn't Just, prey upon rich, um, you know, or even white victims at that, because it wasn't, it's about being in control and about power, being able to, you know, say that I, I control this situation. I can control this narrative. Not only can I control you, um, but I can also control your parents, right? Because they're poor. And of course they see me as someone with money and fame and all this and what I can give them and do for them. And then if they try to speak up or say no or turn their back, then I can run because we live in the the the, the culture that culture where the, he can run and say, "Oh, they was just after my they just after my money. That's why they saying this or they and that. you know what I mean? Because that's the that's the the vibe that we live in, right? Where where that's that that can be the narrative. Oh well, they just trying to get me for my money and this that and the other. So. And I'm like, I'm just going to be, I didn't watch the documentary, but I'm just going to be completely 100. And I think in situations like this, I'm like, R. Kelly had a groomer. And it may have, you know, I really feel like there was an intermediate person. Well, we know it was an intermediate person from the interviews. Um, And it wasn't just his bodyguard. It was definitely a woman. Because who's better to make a parents feel better about, okay, I'm going to be with your daughter at all times, so she won't. So, to kind of step in there, now this is completely rumor. I do not know any of this as law or fact or whatnot, but there are rumors, um, according to some folks who, you know, live in Chicago, who are from Chicago, that the, um, which is why so many people, if you guys saw with Chance the Rapper, how so many people was kind of coming at him sideways because the supposedly now the gentleman who is the drummer in Chance the Rapper uh, for Chance the Rapper is the either brother or cousin of the young lady who appeared in the tape with R. Kelly. And according to Chicago folks, Chicagoans, whatever, how you uh, say it, that young lady is, as you say, his groomer. She is the one who 
collects the girls, convinces the girls, basically brings them in. That's the that's the whole rumor. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it, and I'm not going to say that some people won't or don't offer their daughters on a silver platter to predators for whatever. But I'm like, I just think in a lot of those cases, it's, I'm not going to let anything happen to her. You build up that trust and then boom. Um, and I mean, it's just unfortunate. I'm like, even looking at people from Chicago when they give their stories, I can't think of the high school now. I feel like it's Kenwood where people were like, man, this bingo, R. Kelly used to sit outside of the school by girls' Jordans. So I'm like, yeah. Mm. Those are, those are. And I ain't gonna say ain't nobody said anything or. Because I'm like, he had charges brought on him a couple of times and multiple counts. So I'm like, it's not like victims were quiet. I'm like, they went to the police. But I'm like, at the same time, if you're not going to get him on criminal charges, what's the recourse? Yeah, you deserve to pay them. And I'm like, this man had paid off a housekeeper. He was all around. But I mean, that also speaks to all of the people who were complicit including the i mean we have there has to be some fault placed on the chicago pd um the the some of the the teachers but then again i guess i don't know if we can really even place fault on teachers because there's so much put on teachers backs as is they working for little pay especially in chicago we've seen where they the they're on strike or they were on strike because of just all of the the things that they have to go through from security a uh, little pay benefit, yada yada yada. So, but I mean, definitely the Chicago PD, the 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 main kind of administration to the school, because like you said, it's it was well known to P. It's well known to people in Chicago that he used to troll high schools and you know pick up young women from high schools. That he used to troll a I guess a well known kind of like skate joint. He would go there every weekend and hang out for at the 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 you know the kids skate joint like i you know what i'm saying like the, so there has to be some on you know almonds put on to chicago pd as well because if this is well known and this is somebody who was was even accused of being a sexual predator how the hell is his he even being seen outside of a high school and not somebody not somebody not on their phone yo get the police over here you know what I'm saying? He out here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm confused on on all of the people who were complicit in just allowing this to go on. Yeah. And the, I just, and every argument that I've seen with, oh, well, if you're going to take our killer, you need to take their parents too. The only, and again, I put this out there. I'm not going to say that none of the parents flat out sold their daughters out. I'm not going to say that. But um, I don't like when people are preyed upon. And and it takes, you know, just the analogy of when poor people are preyed upon. And then, you know, we get mad at them because they fell victim. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like we are as a society, and even if you say, okay, a, you know, a parent did the worst of the worst um, and did give their child over to him. As society, that's why we're here, because we're like, okay, hypothetically, if you got a shitty-ass parent, as a society, we're going to step up and say, no, we're not condoning this. We're not going to no concerts. We're not buying none of his music. We want, if he don't, you know, if he doesn't go to jail, we want him to make you know, him to feel so uncomfortable in the exactly. world that he lives in, that he stay in the house for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that's the issue that I have when people are like, well, this person, this, 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 this. And I'm like, 100% of the burden falls on R. Kelly because if he was not a predator, none of those girls would have been in his home. He would have not touched none of those girls. He would have not married exactly. him. It is 100%, 100%. R. Kelly's fault. Speaking of And it's so, I'm like, y'all have sympathy for him being a victim, but your sympathy doesn't extend out to the people that he victimized. Not at all, girl. Not at all. Um, And that also kind of goes to speak to, I think, Jada Pickett-Smith. She posed the question. I think she's going to talk about it on her, um, her series, Red Table Talks, about how she wants to understand how his music after this series, you know, aired how his music spiked. And I mean, it just goes to speak to it, it to the fact that truth, is, look, look, I mean, let's just go ahead and put it out there. Black women, we are at the bottom of the totem pole. We are at the bottom of the bottom at the bottom on everybody's list. You know what I mean? Like our voices really don't matter. Comes time for work, and then when we it's time for they want us to work exactly. On their behalf, when when they want when they want us on, which is which is I guess the the disheartening part for me when I see so many black men going so hard and defending and deflecting and saying, oh man, I just want I want y'all y'all boo woo, um I want to see the same treatment for Harvey Weinstein and and for Catholic priests and boo woo first and foremost. As far as the whole Catholic priest situation, y'all can y'all can miss me with that because there's been so many documentaries, specials, woobity woobity woo about Catholic priests. Like, girl, um, and I'm like, and then you have to again exactly it's up to the Vatican to take out their own trash. I'm trying to figure out, and I've run on plenty of people's statuses when I was like, well, where's the documentary about blah, blah? So are you working on one? Did you get the victims? What are you doing? Right, uh, and I think Amanda, Amanda Seals, you know, she can be problematic. I ain't, I, ain't, I don't rock with her too much, but I feel like she brought up one of the 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 biggest kind of, the biggest kind of points to that is that some of y'all really just say that y'all don't care, that y'all just won't um, it's not about Hugh Hefner or this and that and the other. Y'all just don't, um, y'all want an excuse to, you know what I mean, to to do what white men have been able to get away with doing. Y'all don't want equality. Y'all don't want justice. Y'all just want an excuse to be able to do the same shit that white people, that white men do. You know what I'm saying? And that's the same has been able to answer me again rolled on a couple of people's statuses that I saw I even put it on my own status like help me understand do you 
are you fighting for equal justice? Because if you fight for equal justice, you will be fighting for R. Kelly to go to jail, not all of these other false arguments. Or are you fighting to be like, well, if they got away with it, then he should be able to get away with it too. Like, I, and, and no one, because I'm like, that's how I felt even with Bill Cosby and take the self father. I just figured like, maybe because white women, you don't care, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure there were black women as victims. But anywho, um, yeah, I, I, no one has been able to answer that. And I went like in on a dude. I'm like, so he like, no, I just feel we throw away our legends. Those are not legends not leg- if they are rapists, if they're predators, if they're pedophiles, if they're molest. Those are not legends. And black legends always have to have an asterisk by their name. Well, if you are a predator, if you're a rapist, if you're a murderer, you should have an asterisk by your name. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can deal with a crackhead. I just, um, I I'm like, I will stand for Whitney 10 toes strong every day this week. But I'm like, you are not finna get me out here talking about they trying to divide us. If, if, you know what? If that's the division and this is the divide that needs to happen, that you take your pedophile excuse me, ass over there on the island. Okay, throw them all myself, away. Bye. We can yeah, we can definitely we can definitely sit on different sides on this one. Right. We can definitely sit on different sides. Cause I'm like, when we talk about unity, I'm like, we just gotta realize, come to the conclusion, we're not gonna have it, especially at this point. If you are, cause how I feel is that we do as black women, we have to leave behind that we're women to say, okay, we're black. No, no one should have to separate that part of themselves is so important to actually add another layer of struggle onto what's already there for just being black. Because I'm like, even looking at statistics, not to go off on a tangent, but I'm like, black women are jailed at higher rates as well. We get higher sentences as well. But there's not enough, no media coverage almost to say, okay, you know what? Black women receive unfair sentencing. Black women are killed by the police. I'm like, we seen Kareem Gaines. No sympathy whatsoever. You may have had out of 50 black men, maybe one or two to be like, now, nah, you know, sis did what she feel, you know, actually genuinely Back. taking up for her. I'm like, whereas on our end, we planning marches, Black Lives Matter, two black women, y'all. I'm, so, I, I don't know about this whole unity conversation. It's rough out. What what does unity look like? You getting a to do what you want to do with no recourse, no it accountability. I just can't. I don't. I just can't understand. No. I, got this. I don't get it. And then and and, and like you say, not to go off on a tangent, but I just want to. Can I just talk about for a minute? If one one more y'all throw out Hugh Hefner, I'm gonna punch you in your face. Cause first, cause first and foremost, who 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 was Hugh Hefner a legend to? Everybody talking about oh, but y'all made him a le- who who made him a legend? Who? But that goes back to us checking our own trash. I'm like, bro, y'all were not checking for Playboy. 917 Heaven episode that you have ever watched from front to beginning. You didn't, I didn't even know that the show was still on. So I can't say, oh, I need to cancel this person. I wasn't checking for him. I'm not a fan. 
I listened to R. Kelly a long, 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 long time ago. So I was at one point listening to him when I, you know, like I was young then, probably like 14. But when I got to the point and I figured out where he was going, oh, cut this off. No, ma'am. I'm not stepping in the name of love. No, ma'am. No grabbing on your body. Feel. No, ma'am. So I'm like, it's up to fans to counsel that person. You are not a fan of Playboy. You are not a fan of Seventh Heaven. You are not a fan of, what is it, Two Guys and a Boy or whatever with Charlie Sheen. You are not a fan. So that falls on their fans. And them getting away with what they got away with is not an injustice to black people. Exactly. It's an injustice to it's their an victims. Injustice to the and you can make the argument about the system being screwed, about black men being screwed over, without even bringing up another person. The statistics show it alone. So you don't really have to make a comparison. Thanks. All the way. I'm like, I Y'all disgusting. I'm like, yeah. It's just been really and I've seen many people, many women share their stories this weekend. So I, my heart just went out, like, just like sending love and like all over the place and healing. Um, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm pretty sure there was some therapeutic healing through there as well, because people were able to get off their chest. You know, this happened to me and this happened to me. I am a 36-year-old female. This happened to me when I was 12. I'm just now saying something. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, stop putting a timeline on people. Well, you should have exactly. said something. You cannot you tell people when they should say something. Because look what happened now. Right. And look what happened now where it, I don't believe you. And then you read people's stories where they, their mom was like, oh, you trying to make a record in the family. Exactly. And you need to be quiet. And then you got to go around your race. And that's, again, why we, before we even started this segment, we started off by, you know, letting people know to make sure through kind of all of these conversations, because these are tough conversations that are being had, but by all means, they do definitely need to be had. But while these conversations are going on, if, you know, check on your mental health. If it's too much for you to handle, stay off of social media. Go hang out with, you know, the people who are important to you, who love you, who support you. Talk to people, um, you know, do whatever you need to do for you, you know. I want to buy an adult coloring book. Well, I already had the adult coloring book, and I, but I bought me some new um, felt tilt, like thin pens this weekend. So I've been coloring and I downloaded a game on my iPad that I probably would have never played. And that has been keeping my attention just away from my phone, social media. I'll hop on and hop right back off when it becomes too much. So because I'm like, okay, this is my mental health. I am getting yeah. angry. I've been watching a lot of tutorial um, videos trying to learn stuff. stuff. <laughs> no, so I've been that's that's kind of been my my thing. I've been watching like a lot of like vegan tutorials as far as how to cook meals and different stuff like that so that's kind of been my go-to as far as all that jazz is concerned in the gym of course my favorite place to be these days <laughs> anywho all right so let's let's shake off all of this nastiness 
And uh, let's jump into our relationship segment. It's always a fun time for us. Um, <laughs> up first, I want to go straight to the question we posted on our Instagram page. Um, our Instagram, by the way, Pretty Nerd Podcast. And that's nerds with the Z. So be sure to follow us. Anywho, the question that we posed on our Instagram page, it was in relation to the Cassie and Diddy situation. For those of you who live under a rock, just a quick blow by bow, Cassie and Diddy split. Um, Cassie, I mean, Diddy was all over the net trying to talk about how he missed Cassie. He wanted her back, but at the same time was talking about how Kim Porter was his soulmate, da 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 um, New Year drops and Cassie lets the world know that she has moved on. She got her a new boo. Come to find out new boo was their trainer or whatnot and Diddy is in his feelings. Our question was, after 10 years off and on, break babies and drama, is Diddy entitled to any feelings or say in how quick and with whom Cassie moves on with? What are your thoughts? Um, <laughs> he definitely has no say. He's entitled to, I guess, his feelings because they're his own. Um, but I don't think he's entitled to like drag her and be like, oh, I felt she did me wrong. Because I found it trashy even. I'm like, and I know Kim passed away. But bro, you went on this whole tirade for days. Like, this is my soulmate and blah, blah, blah what and you didn't refer to her as a soulmate because I definitely for me um I think there are you know you have different soulmates um but you went on like this was like this is my 20th flame this is the only person that was ever meant for me so it's like well what the fuck what am I here for you know what I'm saying like what's my purpose so I mean what was she supposed to do and I'm like, now that I think like she moved on and how she looks, and I'm like, I, I'm telling you, the girl probably is going to be married with a baby very soon. So that makes me, and if she does, that makes me, that solidifies that she wanted to get married. She wanted to have a baby. And I know that's not every, you know, woman's goal in life or a dream even, um, but some women it is. And I'm like, I think for her, it probably was, you were not willing to do that. So what was she supposed to do? Sit around just because you're a billionaire or on your way? That don't mean nothing. Especially when I got enough money to provide the lifestyle that I want exactly. for Exactly. And that's the funny thing. And I really, I don't know, I just put that out there to kind of like get people on his side because he probably was like, damn, ain't nobody really on my side. Like, I'm gonna put this story out there that she was talking to him while we were still in a relationship, which I'm like, did we pretty sure you But according to like all the little sources, they ain't really been in a relationship. It's they've been broken up for some months now. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. Exactly. Get in your feelings, you know, do what you need to do, sir, but let Cassie go out and live her best life because (laughs) to be truthful and honest, you stole 10 plus years from her okay you stole t- like you said if she if 
if within these next couple of months she show up engaged or with the baby or something like that that goes to show you that that's essentially what she wanted from you and you were unwilling to give it to her but she loved you enough to say you know what i'm gonna stick this out i'm gonna ride this out which women as we've talked about that is the wrong move if a man tell you in the beginning and 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 just zoom says don't don't sit there and wait and think you could change your mind if he tell you that in the beginning believe him but anywho or you figure or you figure you got time because you like you know what i'm saying i ain't gonna lie like 23 21 if i met diddy and i think i was in that situation i'm like i mean if don't know pop off you know what i'm saying i'm young so i got time and then before long like Cassie, it was 10 years for me on and off. So I'm like, I get it. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You get caught and be like, well, you know, I'm 21. I ain't trying to date nobody serious and get married right now anyway. And then you like just stuck on this one person the whole time, even though you're not trying to, you know, date nobody and be serious, but yo, right. you got all your eggs in one basket as well. So I, exactly let her mm-hmm. move on mm-hmm. and be happy and, and you know word on the curb is he then went and got him a, a young little young thing and they post up in the bahamas now so he couldn't have been too hurt <laughs> but you know you when you lose that mind one day you know yeah listen chris brown was chris brown was was in songs yelling karucha's name baby (laughs) (laughs) popping up so you know and you got a whole baby by her friends so and that was weird not to get off but it's like chris brown you want this girl to deal with her friend baby hey bro Sometimes they be asking too much. That's what I'm saying. Like, you want me to be around and you just call this lady your soulmate? You are, and I'm like, you can mourn. And you can be like, she was a very person, you know, very important person. But, bro, you identify her like this was the end all be all. So let me, let me chill. We already broke up anyway. Stop trying to. I'm like, you just thought you were going to get a back product like last time and facts. she didn't go this time. Facts and facts. All right. So, what we got? What's next on the agenda? Yeah. What? Um, I have. If you are in a serious relationship, should you be able to answer your phone? I don't see why not. Phone? I mean, that's just to to be kind of simple with it. I don't, I don't see why not. Um, to me, like if you're if you're in a serious relationship, like stuff like that, yeah, like passwords know. or like stuff like that, shouldn't even be like. I I maybe maybe I guess I guess I shouldn't say that because I think maybe that could just be a a, a personal thing for some people. But like for me, I don't even think about stuff. I'm if I'm with you and we together, we riding, and this this a us a us thing. Then I mean, I'm not gonna be concerned about if you pick up the phone or if you you know somebody texts me, be like, I'll be like, oh okay, what to say? You know what I'm saying or something like that. Like uh, I ain't so. 
Right, get on the phone. <laughs> and that's how I feel too. It's just like, I mean, if we're in a serious relationship at that point, like, I don't care about you answering my phone. Right. Like, pick it up. I mean, I don't know. Unless you're going to talk to somebody that's going to try to enroll you in Medicaid. Girl, listen, all these random, random ass. I- uh, have I've been getting like an increase of them joints, some little random ass numbers constantly <laughs> calling. Like I'm so sick of them damn things. Cause you have health insurance. <laughs> you gonna get some oh, free? man. <laughs> what else we got on the agenda today? I don't care about. I think that is all I had for relationship. It was I a real feel life like I have another one. I'm not sure it's like a relationshipy as much as it's like lifey. <laughs> oh, but um, so my question is: is what is one of your toxic traits? Oh, geez. Um. I don't like asking for help. It, I, and it, I know it's like so crazy. I just, I don't like doing it because I don't like being a burden on anybody. And that kind of hurts you in the long run. And I know it, it has hurt me before because it's like, well, if you would just ask for help, you know, I didn't know. And a lot of people sometimes, you know, don't know what you're going through. So it's like, if you don't ask for help, how is anybody supposed to help you? And um, I don't do it anymore. But like when I was younger, I was like, don't nobody else help me and blah, blah. And I'm like, how the hell is somebody supposed to help you? And they don't even know you need help. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, bro, that's, that's insane. So, you know what I'm saying? Like definitely speaking up, but... Um, I would say that's one of that's a very toxic trait. Just like not, you know, saying like, "Hey, I need help," because you put a burden on yourself that you don't have to. Um, I mean, and for for myself, um, cause anxiety. Like, how am I gonna get this done? Um, it spills over even in, you know, my work at a job or something. It's like, well, you should have asked for help, and I'm like, well. Did it all on my own, and that caused Fact. you know Fact. two hours wasted. You know, so, um, yeah. I would say hmm, probably I have two. I am I can be a little shallow, and I can be a little materialistic. I'll be honest about it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I am honest Ooh. enough with myself to admit I can be a little shallow and I can be a little <laughs> materialistic. Um, so, and I, th- those are not, um, to all the people out there, those are not ways to live, man. Um, like you should not be, like I, I don't like to to kind of go to an extent. I guess to give y'all an example of how kind of materialistic I can be sometimes is that, like. I don't, I don't fear death. I don't fear this. You know what I'm saying? I don't have like, my biggest fear in life is not having money, is being broke. So <laughs> that shows you, I, 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 I can be a tad bit materialistic. I'm going to be honest. Um, but uh, I mean, as chill and as laid back as I am, like that, that's like, I, I am so scared of like not having money that like it, it 
it almost drives me insane. Like I'm always trying to think of like ways to get money and, and like, I need to be working and doing this and doing that. I got to start a business. I got to do. And that's a lot of clutter to kind of have in your mind and in your, in, you know, in your head and in general, I think that's probably why I, I have clung to like the gym and things of that nature to kind of declutter my life and kind of take away some of that, turn some of that off in my head. So that's kind of the things I've been working on. Girl, listen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes we like to to forget about those things. Oh, I'm so mad because I have like a really, I had a really, really good one that I know you would have, that you would have loved, and I, and I really want to find it. Ah. Oh. So I guess before while I'm while I'm searching for it, I do want to ask you a question. What are your thoughts on? And this is just kind of this is kind of jumping backwards a little bit, but um, again, I'm looking for this question. Did you see how um, Charlemagne the God is kind of coming a little bit? People are asking questions as far as because Charlemagne was I like I said I didn't watch the whole documentary, so I'm not a hundred. I didn't know. But apparently, I guess at the end of do- the documentary, Charlemagne the God was featured or his voice was heard or whatever about R. Kelly. And now people are saying, who is he to speak on it, especially since he, you know, had his own allegations or whatnot. What are your thoughts on that? Um. Oh. <sighs> I almost want to say it's like pot calling the kettle black. Um, he's so fucking problematic though. Like I remember his commentary on R. Kelly, and it was definitely spot on, one hundred percent. Um, yeah, I don't. I I guess you can't. Mm, and I ain't, oh, shit, because it's an allegation, it was his wife, and they got it popping, but it's, ugh. I'm like, by that definition, though, bro, she was still, right. like, drunk, though, so I don't know, maybe they should have scrapped that one and just get somebody else, because I'm like, it's a lot of, you know, commentary going around like maybe I just could have guessed somebody else even though his was spot on I'm like yeah well I wonder because I feel like and I've seen a lot of this too is a lot of people who have been saying that um why so many like celebrities decline to kind of speak on it or whatever like that and and if I mean to me I don't feel like they were needed anyway because we don't I don't need to hear celebrities talk about you know, why they chose to work with him knowing what they knew or woo 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 de woo. Uh, you know, what we care about is these women being able to tell their stories and, you know, say what they needed to say. But I mean, I think at the same time, can we uh, like you said, because it's tough when you have somebody like Charlemagne who was problematic in his own right kind of speaking out. But it's like, can we really like throw stones at 
somebody who's finally willing to kind of like speak out like because that's what i that's what i was saying like with the whole damon dash thing because people are like throwing him you know throwing stones at him because he said he didn't really care for it and you know that was one of the reasons that he felt like he knew rockefeller was going to fall apart when you know jay decided to kind of do the best of both worlds and you know work with r kelly and everything like that um so i i and i mean i i know that you know dame dash has had his own kind of like checkered past as far as like drug use and you know yada 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 but i mean can we be mad at them for finally kind of feeling like they can open up especially day in i guess in dame dash case because i mean you know Aaliyah's family has pretty much anybody who was around Aaliyah and involved with Aaliyah, they kind of put kind of like a gag order on them in the sense like they don't allow people to talk about it and hell they're still in denial themselves so I don't, I don't know I definitely like I don't hold it against anybody that deciding now is the time to speak out I definitely don't think it's anything wrong with that um I kind of wish more people would speak out and say this is an issue um unfortunately in our society especially you know we've seen a backlash with what these women have received these past couple of days it's like it's bad to say but maybe their validation would help you know what I'm saying like it doesn't they don't need any validating on my part you know what I'm saying and and maybe it won't help because I still think a lot of people are like, well, why you just saying something? She said something. <sighs> Shut your ass up. So, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't see anything. I did think Dame kind of took that hard. I, I don't know. I feel like with his thing, yeah. he kind of like took that time to make a dig at Jay though. Um, because I'm I- like, I mean, yeah. And I'm like, if you notice, even with the best of both worlds, I'm well, like, they, I mean, did that toy uh, get the, the With the oh, best of both worlds, they did the album, like, and then remember, they started to go on tour, and like, fight broke out, and that, that was the end of the tour, because like, Jay and him broke out into a fight, and that was that end of that. So, um, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree that he yeah. did use it as a kind of a way to take a shot at Jay. But at the same time, I really think that Dame Dash himself hasn't. I, I'm gonna be completely. If we're gonna like have a candid conversation, to me, Dame is like a whole like another topic. That because we, I feel like we gotta talk about him like in another show because he brings up a lot of good points as far as the culture is concerned, and we definitely gotta discuss that with him and Lear Cohen and all that jazz. Um, and, and we can talk about the fall of Rockefeller and, and how all that ties into it. But I think um, just in, in general with Dame Dash and kind of seeing some things and how he moves. And th- I really don't think he's ever genuinely dealt properly with Aaliyah's death. You know what I mean? Even you can tell in, in kind of ways it, that he talks, even when he discusses her. I don't think he's genuinely dealt properly with her death you know what I mean like he don't even seem like 
I think a part of him feels a guilt almost because he, you know, he wasn't there because he knew how uncomfortable she was with getting on the plane and all, you know what I mean? Having spoken to, I just think that there's a part of him that feels like, damn, maybe I should have went with her. Maybe if I was there, it wouldn't have, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like he harbors a lot of things that, and then, like I said, at the same time, when you have Aaliyah's family who, for all intensive purposes, have essentially put a gag order on everybody and said, for the sake, quote unquote, for the sake of her image or her legacy, we don't talk about this stuff or we don't discuss this stuff, which I think I'm sorry. I, I've always in my, I guess in the back of my head, I've always questioned or thought, what if instead of, you know, them sweeping it under the rug, what if they would have stepped up, stepped up and came forward with the whole thing with Aaliyah and R. Kelly? You know what I mean? What if? And then it's like, it's not hidden. It's in plain sight. Like, there is a whole marriage certificate between this man and your daughter. Um, and you're not going to lead me to believe that they were married one second and they ain't have sex. Like, come on. Like, just keep it tripping. I'm like, we all, it's part of her legacy. No matter how you want to, I guess, piece it out and say, okay, this is what we want people to know. It's still part of her legacy, and especially by this story being so big as it is now, it's always going to be a part, and it doesn't make her mm -hmm. look bad. It makes, you know what? Aaliyah was the victim. Um, So I'm like, you saying, oh, that didn't happen, blah, blah, blah. Ma'am, your daughter married this, or this man married your daughter. You had it annulled. If you were so comfortable with it and nothing happened, exactly. why did you get the marriage annulled? Because they didn't have your permission. You knew it was Complete wrong. Complete facts, girl. Complete facts. All right, yeah. so yeah. I wasn't, eh, I wasn't able to find the perfect question. It was basically a what if question. It was like. Would you rather be forever married? I mean, not forever, like in a, one of those forever relationships that take like 10, 12, 30 years for y'all to finally get engaged, a la Kim Bella. <laughs> um, or would you rather get engaged quickly and then be engaged for forever? I, 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 uh, you know, i.e. Chrissy and Jim. <laughs> oh shit <laughs> shit I would rather be single in both of their cases um, but I ain't gonna take these away I'm, let me see shit um, Kimberla listen I'm probably gonna have to go with Kim uh, so do you okay this is my question. Do you have to go through all the struggles and shit, like the cheating and all that stuff, or is just the engagement and well, I just the I mean, time question basically. I don't. Can can you really, if y'all are going through that whole thing, is there no struggle though, on either side? I mean, I can do like finance and all that, even gambling, but cheating uh, at some point I skirt. I don't know. Um, 
I'm probably gonna have to go with hmm. I'm gonna say Jim and Chris. Like cause if you don't give me that, I know for a fact I'm gonna leave you. Like for a fact. I am not a forever type girlfriend person. Um, my attention span for bullshit is very low, so I'm going to leave you. Um, I would say an engagement might keep me interested a tad bit longer. Um, yeah, but, yeah, so I'm just choosing, making a choice. <laughs> and in real life, ain't none of this shit going to fly. I'm going to leave you either way. <laughs> I'm just making a choice for the sake. Um, I definitely, I'm, I actually agree with you. I would, I would rather, (laughs) um, have the Chrissy and Jim situation, except, except I will say that I'm not finna propose like how Chrissy did because Chrissy, because Chrissy proposed, but I would rather have their situation where you know you get engaged quickly and then y'all just stay engaged as opposed to you just being a forever girlfriend and you know basically no engagement in sight mm-hmm. until he facing charges and finna go get locked up but <laughs> you know what I'm saying and I'm not gonna lie to you I question if his ass okay. wouldn't get locked up would he have proposed um but anywho uh, um that's all I got for us. This 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 has been a pretty long show, but we needed that that to bring us back into the new year. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can definitely next show we'll jump into yeah. give you guys some new music or books and things that we're reading. Um, but yeah, as for like this show, I don't have I don't have nothing left. Nothing left in the tank. You got anything left? All right. So, um, again, we would like to say thank you guys for listening (laughs) and uh, continue to listen. And what is this? Episode 32. Yeah, we're 32 in the tank. Um, (laughs) um, Big things to come in the new year. Just be checking our social medias and all of that jazz and make sure you're following Pretty Nerds with the Z podcast um, on Instagram. And yeah, Uh, see you guys next week. Bye.